Parents, welcome to another episode of The Journey, a podcast intended to educate, equip, and entertain you as we talk about important issues facing our families. PCA is a Christ-centered, biblically-based, and family-focused community of committed believers doing life together. We hope the information you hear on this podcast informs and inspires you to be a better parent. Welcome to The Journey. All right, parents, welcome back to The Journey. This is Dan Panetti, and I've got our two um, heads of schools, uh, Dr. Williams, Dr. Cole. Thank you so much for being on the program with me. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Yes. It's good to be here. And, and we were just talking about this is our 100th episode of The Journey. So that's kind of a, a nice, yeah, r- nice round numbers. Yay. Hey, that's great. Congratulations. It, it, it is fun. So hey, it's, Dan, yes, I, d- yes. I did a little research on you. Okay. Okay, so I went out because I wanted to check your rating. You are a five-star podcast. Did you know that? Yeah, yeah I'm the one who rated my I know that. My I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> you had 12 people who had rated you. No way. You did. So, I, let me see. How many people in my family? Somebody outside my no, family probably rated that. me then. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's true. Five stars. Funny. Wow. There you go. Wow. Awesome. Well, good. Well, this is um, about meeting for our parents to meet you guys because um, you're both in, you, you've both been here for a few years, um, some great roles. Um, a little bit of a change now, a little bit of an adjustment, um, and I want to talk about that adjustment, what that looks like, um, how excited we are for what's happening at the North Campus, at the Plano Campus, and just where we're going with that. Uh, so I thought, here's what I would do. I thought we would start off with an introduction where you get to introduce the other person to the parents at that campus. And so who'd like to go first? So Dr. Williams, would you like to introduce Dr. Cole? I would love to introduce and, and Dr. Cole. Tell, tell the parents at the Plano Campus what makes Dr. Cole special and unique? Absolutely. I will say this. Uh, as I was the person who uh, hired Dr. Cole, and the reason is twofold. And first and foremost, is Dr. Cole, upon the interview, had a love for the Lord mm. uh, and expressed that. Uh, secondly, is her love for curriculum and love for learning. Mm. Uh, the person that you get in Dr. Cole is one who has a heart and passion uh, for doing those things that you know certainly bring glory to God, uh, but that are instrumental in learning for children. Mm-hmm. So that is the the, the person that you get uh, in in Dr. Cole, and we're we're thankful that she's on board. I am grateful for her and her leadership, and uh, as she is going through several iterations of, of, of change. Uh, she has done it in a way that uh, she knows that it's only God, uh, and God never brings us to anything that he doesn't equip us for. Yeah. Uh, so, parents, I want you to know that you have a young lady, Mr. Panetti, uh, and Dr. Cole, that is one that has a passion for Christ, first and foremost, yeah. and a passion for learning when it comes to curriculum and instruction. Yeah. So I know, were you raised Baptist, right? Because you, you're one one um, thing short of having, right? Love for the Lord, love for learning. I was waiting for the other L, right? Where, you know, just... One, one, I don't know. I, just, I was like, you know, that great Baptist. Yeah, well, great here we Baptist go. Yeah, it's always a third L, and I could have... Yeah, a love been. for the Lord, first and foremost, yes. a love for learning, and a love for life. There it is. Yes, Perfect. there you go. Boom. 
There it is. You are yeah. you are a sermon. I love it. <laughs> yes. Now you're you're remaining involved with curriculum though. Correct. correct? Okay. That is correct. Okay. Yes. So head of school mm-hmm. of Plano. Yes. But still. What, what's what's the aspect with the curriculum and how does that department look like? It will. I thought I got to introduce Dr. Williams. Well, let's finish with yes. Finish with you, <laughs> so parents know. Okay, so curriculum. It will be an umbrella. Okay. So because we want to make sure that everything that happens at Plano is also happening at North. Okay. And so that umbrella um, will be for both campuses, and if we ever added a third or a fourth as well. And then I have a team. You know, you hire really good people who mm-hmm. are talented, mm-hmm. um, and then you let them, you get out of their way and you let them do the work. Yep. And so I have a curriculum team as well who really, they are boots on the ground, uh, making sure that teachers have what they need. Good. Yeah. Fair and that's good. so important. Yeah. Uh, as she says, she's, she's equipped a team, but the alignment of curriculum mm. is truly important. It is. Uh, because certainly our families, and some of them have the uh, opportunity and we've experienced it, where they transition between campuses mm-hmm. uh, from our north campus to Plano and vice versa from Plano to north. And we never want it to be a situation where a child is behind or another campus is so far ahead mm-hmm. so that the alignment of our curriculum, uh, whether a kid goes to the Plano campus or whether they come to our north campus here in Prosper, uh, students are equipped because our teachers – uh, and their instruction are aligned in the concepts and units that they cover. Yeah. And you're responsible for the faith and biblical integration mm-hmm. of a biblical worldview into our curriculum. Absolutely. And you, you've taken on that charge and really um, kind of upped the game in the last two years on that as well. Well, and that was a partnership, of course, with Dr. Jeremiah Johnston mm-hmm. as well. Um, so, yes, but that, and again, going back to uh, you can lead a piece that maybe you don't have expertise in. My background is public ed, but we recruited a team of teachers who have done that for years. And so, again, they were, they were the hands and feet as far as the work um, and how that's going. And so we can, we can get into the details of that later, but it, it, has, it has gone very well. Yes, yeah. but you're, you're kind of chomping at the bit to introduce Dr. Williams. I, I can tell. Right. I can tell. You just, you've, got, you've got some things, right? And we talked about it before, how far we want to go in introducing Dr. Williams. What, what do we tell? Do we tell everything? I'm not do sure. we not? I don't know. So oh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's hold back maybe for a while and save some of those I'll extra things maybe the for details. the end. Okay, there so what does the North Campus need to know about Dr. Williams? He's a North Campus guy. He's up he here. Is. He leads a life group up here. Yeah. He taught a couple yeah. Sundays ago. And so, right, this is a great place for you to come up and begin to really lead mm-hmm. uh, and take that leadership that you have uh, and make this North Campus, right, its own identity. So That's right. what do they need to know, the parents of, of North Campus, about Dr. Williams? Well, and as Dr. Williams said, he um, was in charge of hiring me. Um, and that interview process. And so, so we know we, he's really smart. We do know that. <laughs> <laughs> but when you are considering making a transition from a place where you have poured into and you're invested, mm-hmm. where God's calling you out, you do your research. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to read. Can I read some quotes? Absolutely. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. Oh. So I went looking because you want to know the type of person that you're going to work for. I like it. So these were direct quotes. And I'm assuming probably people that you supervise, Dr. Williams. Uh-oh. Okay. And this, this I have absolutely found this to be true. Dr. Williams is the best educational leader I've ever had the pleasure of working with. Prestonwood is gaining an incredible man of faith and vision. Oh, wow. One more. Love it. And then, of course, congratulations on getting Dr. Williams, mm-hmm. not only an awesome administrator, 
but a man of integrity. Mm. And so what I would say, and you already know this, if, you, if you've been at the North Campus and you've met him, um, he walks the walk. And so it is so easy as a leader to um, direct and encourage and all those things. But when it gets down to the hard decisions that are for the good of everybody, mm-hmm. he'll take it. I love it. Um, and so he, he is a man of integrity. He is a godly man. He is a godly leader. And what I would say is if I could say one word um, that would describe his life, I would say prayer. Mm. Um, he, he is a man of prayer and belief that, that God is answering, um, in his own time, in his perfect timing. Um, and that is just a huge influence when it comes to leading so many people here at North and at Plano as well. I love it. Yeah. That's a good description. It's pretty good. That's very kind. Yes. I didn't know what I was going to. You were loved. I didn't know what we were going to (laughs) hear. That's so good. So, um, a couple things. Uh, we have uh, at the at the bottom of the minute with Mike when this usually comes out. Yes, there's going to be a whole um, Panetti's uh, parent parcel um, where I'm delivering content to parents okay. that they need to know about. Right, yes. resources, just different ideas for them, yeah. uh, how to engage, um, you know, with their children. Um, but one of the things that's going to be on there as well is a, is a, a parent feedback form. Okay, and so we've got it out there. We've had it as, as part of the podcast before, where uh, parents can kind of give feedback on the podcast. What do they want to hear? Yeah. Um, but it's also a place where I kind of ask parents, like, how are things going, and what do you want to hear about? And I got a couple yeah. parent comments back that I thought, you know what, you guys are the, you know, the big cheese, right? The you know, grand poo buzz, right? This is this is the place to go ask these kind of questions to that our parents are wondering about. And so, um, I you know I asked you a little bit about these before, so we could make sure um, that we know how to answer these, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it's good. So these aren't like you know surprise questions. Um, but a couple of things. One uh, one parent asked just about the grievance process, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, about the whole idea of what happens if something goes wrong. You know, as my students going through and they run into a teacher or a student or some situation happens. Um, is there a way for them to report that? And, and the way that they ask it is, is there a way for them to report that concern anonymously? Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to ask you guys about that particular issue. How would we respond to that parent? Mm-hmm. You take it? Well, yes, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll start it. There you go. So certainly we, we want a relationship to be formulated first mm-hmm. and foremost. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as a person and, and student, and certainly parents, you've been students mm-hmm. as well, uh, the relationship between a teacher and a student is a crucial relationship. Uh, I can recall when a student uh, said to me that, hey, Mr. Williams, out of all the teachers that I have, I made sure that I did your homework. Mm. Well, truly that homework wasn't my homework. It was his homework. It's true. Uh, but it shows about the importance of a relationship yeah. between a teacher and student. So if there is a grievance uh, – Parents, I would certainly encourage you uh, to start with the teacher yeah. uh, because that relationship and partnership, I would say, uh, between parent and teacher is a crucial relationship. Mm-hmm. And the student, child, will see parents and know if there is positive comments about the teacher and there's support at home about the teacher or whether or not there is not supportive comments about the teacher. Very true. Uh, and encourage that student where the student sees that I'm not playing the teacher against the parent nor parent against the teacher. Yep. Uh, that it's important, Mr. Panetti, and I, I think uh, Dr. Cole would agree with that as well, uh, the essential relationship between uh, 
how parent and teacher work uh, collaboratively together for the well-being and the academic success and spiritual success of, of, of a child, Absolutely. of their student. Absolutely. And Dan, when that trust is built, I know I worked for multiple principals when I was a teacher. And I always respected and appreciated when that principal would push a parent back to me if they had a question or a problem or a disagreement. Mm -hmm. Because 95% of the time, if they'll push them back to the teacher, you're able to to talk through it, get all of the details, have an exchange. And I'm not saying don't do this over email. Don't, I, I don't think the most productive method for restoring a relationship or solving a problem is over email. Yeah. I think it requires us sitting eye-to-eye, face-to-face, and talking through that problem. And again, as you are working through that conflict, that just um, that adds another layer of trust mm. within the relationship as well. And so that, like, like you said, starting with the teacher, if there is a problem maybe with the teacher that a student wanted to report, we have placed incredible leadership in our divisions. And so I know we have some new leaders, um, leaders that students will trust. Mm-hmm. And they are, they are working diligently, even, you know, as students came in last week, the beginning of school, to build that relationship with kids so that they know them by name and by face. Um, so that if there is a problem, a student feels very willing and open to approach a principal and say, can I just have a minute of your time? Yeah. Can I talk to you to share this problem? I need some help with this. And so I think that's the most productive way to handle it. But I I do also want our parents to know, uh, and your question was, Mm. is it a platform (laughs) where they can report something anonymously? Uh, And we don't have that. Uh, But we do have uh, confidentiality Mm -hmm. where it is not exposed. We don't talk about... Uh, to other parents, uh, even though we've had some requests. Well, what was the consequences? Well, we're not going to share those consequences that may have been happened or would have happened to another parent's child. Right. Um, So that level of confidentiality, uh, parents, I I want you to know that. And if there is not a resolution, say, for example, there was a grievance and something happened in the classroom and you've addressed it with the teacher and it's not to your satisfaction, there is an escalation point uh, where you can take that grievance at that point. You can say, this is what I've done. This is the conversation I've had with the teacher, and it is still not resolved. So then you can escalate that to the principal Mm -hmm. and share that with the principal as well. So there's a process in this grievance process. You know, we want, again, for it to start at the level uh, because certainly that child and teacher – are going to spend more time together than that child with principal. Yeah. Uh, so the, the critical aspect, uh, again, goes back to the relationship between child and parent uh, and, and the teacher. But certainly if it's not resolved, then there is an escalation point. Yeah, and I think what the language that we've started talking about too is a civility clause, right? An right. idea of what does that process look like? How should we engage in that? And one of the things that we're asking our parents to do is make sure that civility, right, is the highest regard. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're using some things, right, in a sense, right, teaching our parents right, about the golden rule, right? Please te- talk to your teachers 
as you would want them to talk to you, as mm-hmm. you would want them to treat your son and daughter as well. Right. Um, and sometimes when something happens to our son and daughter and we mm-hmm. feel like, right, there's something that, that has gone wrong, you know, kind of either, you know, mama bear or, you know, um, you know, the dad, you know, oh, I, I got to jump on this. And, you know, and, and sometimes, as you said, right, the keyboard cowboy, you, you send that email and it's, 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 you know, it's vitriolic, it's attacking, it's, it's belittling, right? And it, it really needs to be like, I, I want to share my concern, mm. but we need to work together, Correct. right, to, to resolve these different things. And so um, I do like the idea um, that, you know, we start with the teacher, mm-hmm. right? We try to resolve that particular issue. If it's not resolved, we go up to the principal, Right. right. And if that's not resolved, and each one of those is going to be documented so that, you know, parents know <laughs> that you've got to take step one before you take step, step two. Right. But I think the highest regard in all of that um, is to demonstrate the love of Christ, mm-hmm. right, not only from a Christian school, but right as Christian parents. Yeah. And so we as parents, when we engage in those, you know, things, mm-hmm. um, we need to have the highest regard for the people who are loving on our kids every day and, right. and, and appreciating them. So if we have something that we don't like, we need to address that, but mm-hmm. we need to do it in a way that demonstrates honor for those people whom honor is due. So uh, good answers to that. I love that, right? Um, another one uh, a parent asked about are um, our testing, right? And uh, this goes kind of beyond me. I don't even understand the language, but, you know, you guys do. Uh, but they ask about just uh, the map testing and, um, you know, how does it, the map testing work and what does it look like and do we do that? And I, I know, right, <coughs> not being an educator myself, but I know as I came into a Christian school world, um, a lot of people were kind of like, oh, well, Christian schools, their academics aren't as good as other places. Um, now, with my three kids that have gone through and already graduated, I would say, well, as a parent, I have not found that to be true, um, you know, that, that the academics were as good as any other place that where anybody else has gone. But we also do things in addition to academics, right? Our athletic, our arts, our academics, but then the spiritual perspective mm-hmm. that simply other schools are not even able to do. Correct. But that doesn't mean that we lower our academic standards. So for this particular parent asking about the mm-hmm. testing and the map testing, how would you respond to that? Yeah. We do give MAP, so from kinder through eighth grade. Okay. Um, it is a nationally normed test. And so we are compared with every other school district who is using that tool um, I would always caution, first of all, MAP is one data point, mm-hmm. or if we're giving it multiple times during the year, it is one data point. There are other things that we <coughs> use to gauge the success and the progress and the growth of students. What I would say about MAP as a tool, it, it measures growth. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Dr. Williams, I know that you've used it in your former district. I used it as well. Um, it is a tool for teachers. It does allow them to drill down. And let's say that there is a deficit, Dan, that you have in math. Um, and that teacher's trying to really diagnose what to do next. And okay. how do I close that gap? There is data within um, that tool that they can use now to craft and personalize some instruction for you or a group of students in their class that may need more of something. Um, But it is one data point. Well, and we very often, parents, use acronyms. So I want to clarify, what does MAP actually mean? I have no idea. It's a measure (laughs) (laughs) of academic progress. Progress. Uh. Mm -hmm. So it it measures a child's academic progress progress in a content area. Mm -hmm. So not only is it informative for the student, uh, but first and foremost, it's informative for the teachers. Mm -hmm. uh, Because teachers have certain standards Mm -hmm. that they cover within a curriculum content area. So the... Yeah, there is formative assessments that teachers give to measure 
which may be just questioning uh, to know, or it may be a quiz. Uh, but then the MAP test is more of a summative assessment. Okay. And based on that summative assessment, teachers can look at that data and say, for example, it enables us, when I say us, holistically as PCA, uh, if Dr. Cole and I taught the same content area, so we've identified what is it that a child needs to know. We, we have identified that. Right, so right. this MAP assessment then will give us data back that enables us to adjust our instruction based on how, what did kids do well yes. and what now might we spiral in, what we might focus in on better mm-hmm. uh, so that Mr. Panetti, that Dan performs better. Yeah, uh, so which is great. That, is that something that parents see or is it just usually the teachers in the administration that looks at the MAP scores? They do send a report for parents. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when you get into upper school, you you know, because you have a student in upper school and you've had graduates already. Don't assume I know. Sorry. He's the the fourth kid. (laughs) Okay, there you go. Uh, You know, you have other tests that we're giving. So SAT, ACT. I do know about that. um, AP tests. And then, of course, our National Merit Scholars. Yes. Those tests are summative in nature. So then we can see, based over the 12 years or 13 or 14, if they started in pre-K, Really, how did the student stack up compared to the entire nation? Mm-hmm. Um, we do. I want to brag. How, how many National Merit Scholars do we have? Four. We had four in a group of about 450, um, you know, yeah, 500, 500 students. students. Which, if you look at, how does that compare to other schools like in our area? We're then? blowing the socks off of it. It's Yes, we are. Yeah. Okay. And as far as, in fact, as we started prepping for this, I pulled up, just so you would have an idea, like for AP um, tests as well. Mm -hmm. So last year we gave, and this is total cumulative between North and Plano, we gave 303 tests. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of AP exams. And 91% of our students scored a three or higher, which is incredible. That is far above the norm of your public schools where you would walk in. And yeah. so, again, your AP tests are summative in nature. It's, it's sort of putting a nail in the coffin of um, whatever that content is so that we really know how did they ultimately perform. Yeah. So it's, it is rigorous. So, so if it's, well, back, it, go ahead. Uh, back to, you know, because I was listening to the question. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't give a – to say how we stack up against other schools. Okay. Uh, there is, we, we don't give a standardized assessment like STAR okay. uh, in most public schools we do not. Uh, where you can then go to a website to see what this school comparatively looks like Correct. based on other schools. Okay. We, don't, we don't give that standardized assessment. Mm-hmm. The reason I would say, uh, and to echo what Dr. Cole mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, that it stacks up well and it, I would say even exceeds uh, what most do for as a state standard uh, is because of the percentage of students in the the universities that our kids get into and the number of students that have gone off to the university and say that they are well prepared Mm. uh, and most talk about their writing, uh, you know, when when it comes to uh, APA or MLA, uh, they have already done that. They know how to do the citations yep. and annotations, yep. uh, the bibliographies. Mm-hmm. Our students are well-equipped mm-hmm. 
uh, from an academic standpoint and are experiencing success mm. because we're just not preparing kids to get into college. Mm. We're preparing students to be successful once they get there. Yeah. That's correct. Not only just from an academic standpoint, because you've probably heard us say this before, parents, if this is your first time hearing it, uh, but I'm going to re- say that again because I've said it several times. We have missed the mark if we are only preparing kids academically. That's right. Correct. That's why Bible is a core content and a subject for us. Yep. Correct. Because we want to equip kids not only to be successful in college, but success in life. And you can't do that outside of a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yep. So that is essential for us uh, in equipping our students to be successful. Because, well, you know, kids will experience some things outside of the walls of PCA once they hit a university campus that they won't experience here at PCA. And we want to equip students in every way, uh, spiritually, to stand in defense of their faith, as well as the academic success as well. And when they make a mistake. Mm -hmm. um, And in fact, if we haven't um, structured a framework within our system at the school where kids are able to make those mistakes, Mm -hmm. whether it is spiritually, academically, socially, while they're here with us. They're not perfect. They're not perfect. But how do they rebound from that? What's their mindset when they make that mistake? Um, Growth opportunities. Thank you. There you go. There you go. How do we learn from that? How do we move forward? Where do we go from here? It's awesome. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's incredible. And as as Dr. Williams says, to your point, um, you know, I think the academic preparation is the easiest part. Right, the cultural, mm-hmm. the spiritual Correct. preparation for a kid to be um, successful in college and in life. Mm. Uh, the academic part is, you know, how much work you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. That's what they'll right. learn. And our kids are, are obviously, you know, prepared as they walk into a college cam- right. campus academically. Right, my three that are in college. Right, Col- college was easy. Let's just put it out there. Right, with the PCA got them prepared. You know, for all that, right. um, the home and PCA and the mm-hmm. church in conjunction got them prepared for the environment that they walked into. And so that, I was glad to have the school have my back as a parent, right? right? And what I was doing at home and what the church was reinforcing and the schools reinforcing because they had all that, right, that they had as they walked onto a college campus, Mm -hmm. right? Academically ready, right? But culturally, spiritually ready for those things as well. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's that's a big part of what we do in our training. So our theme this year is Be the Light. Um, I just want to kind of look at what does that look like for each of your campuses? Is there anything um, happening on your campus coming up this year, um, dealing with the theme or just something that you guys are looking at saying, hey, this is something unique happening uh, that I'm excited about at the North Campus or the Plano Campus that you just kind of wanted to remind our, our parents about or share with our parents? Dr. Williams, you have a big one this year, don't you? Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, first of all, excited to uh, transition this year as the head of school for our North mm-hmm. Campus. And how God works. You know, God, we serve a God who makes no mistakes. Mm. Um, So I trust that in everything. Uh, Not when it's just good, but when things are not so good. Because if you trust God for one thing, you'll trust him for for all things. Right. Uh, So, but yeah, this year, uh, and you mentioned it, Dr. Cole, is our 10-year anniversary. There you go. Uh, So starting out uh, with 52 students. Uh, and to now exceed 600 students oh my goodness. Uh, at our North Campus. It just shows what God is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and talking to some of those that were here from the beginning uh, in 2014, and the prayers that were being prayed on whether or not is the school really going to make, is it really going to be a success, yeah. and, and just lifting that up to God 
and now seeing how God's hand is moving mm. uh, as we continue uh, to, to do the things God calls us to do. Uh, and it's impacting the very lives uh, of our families and, and our students. And we're doing this for God and for his glory. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, Ms. Spinetti, you, know, you do this parent podcast. Uh, parents, I want you to know my heart. How essential you are to all of this, mm. uh, because without your support, without your children, there would not be a PCA. Amen. That would be a, that wouldn't be a need for me or any of us. Uh, so to know that our theme this year certainly is be the light. Uh, but what good is light if it doesn't shine? Mm. You know, part of that other part of that verse is uh, about being salt. Yep. But that verse also said, "What good is salt if it's lost its savor?" Yep. And most of you know, and I said it in the sermon that I was given an opportunity to share. Uh, I'm from Louisiana, and I love good food. And if it's not spiced just right, then it has lost its savor, and it's good for nothing. That's right. Uh, So we want to be light in darkness, and we're equipping our students to be light in darkness. Mm -hmm. And I'm just thankful that God gives me the opportunity to play a very small part in his grand plan for our children. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I love um, the North Campus. I love both campuses. I've been around, you know, the Plano campus since really about 2004. So a few years after it started, mm-hmm. I got to see the growth and the development and, and you know, really, as, as you said, the parents, because mm-hmm. uh, that's that's the point. The parents, the students that come through, the teachers that get to invest in the lives mm-hmm. of the students. I mean, all, all the things I, I know as head of school, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a million g- decisions that you make every day about you know, things, but really mm-hmm. it gets down to the heart of training these young people to live a life, right, that's walking in a manner worthy of their calling, right? And and when we walk alongside the parents and we do it uh, as brothers and sisters in Christ, and it's an incredible opportunity. I mean, they Mm -hmm. they could send their kids to, you know, a good school right across the street for free, and they could get a good education. But there's something unique about what PCA is able to do uh, in developing and training students to love the Lord Mm -hmm. and to really prepare them for what we know is is waiting for them out there in the world. Mm -hmm. And so it's a great opportunity. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm thrilled, you know, 10 years for the North Campus. You had your first graduating class last year, which was awesome. Yes. Um, You know, you've already started off this year, right, with a retreat. Uh, You got, I think you said 17 seniors this year. 17 seniors. And they're great. They're they're a great group of seniors it, it's a sweet time at the north yes. campus and i'm glad you're here to uh to take it really to the next level and just well, continue you. that growth and development so mm-hmm. what about plano it's funny that you mentioned retreats so our seniors they pulled ah. out this morning <laughs> I, I did get a text that they are on the buses yes. and they are on their way and Be so praying. we are praying for yeah. that and then of course the rest of upper school leave yeah. tomorrow yeah. um so definitely say a prayer for that um i think coming in new since I had not been at PCA, mm-hmm. um, I, as a leader, I like to live in a system before I, uh, before I want to influence change. Sure. When somebody's under new leadership, and I would say Dr. Goddard's been here three years. Uh-huh. Um, Dr. Williams, you're at, you just passed two, two years. years. Mm-hmm. Um, I am approaching in January. January 3rd will be two years for me. That's new leadership. Yeah. And for families and staff, that requires building trust. Yeah. And so sitting back and looking over our shoulder, thinking about last year, I uh, spoke with a lot of families about the fact that we needed to make an investment in building trust, Mm -hmm. um, in better communicating with our families. So 
honestly, for Plano, that's our focus. Um, I am thrilled to say we did a lot of work over the summer, um, communicating with teachers, making sure that um, that th- we were ready to roll out the new school year, mm-hmm. that they felt like they had all the information that they needed. Same thing for families. And I think we've begun to get the beginning of that feedback that it feels different. Yeah this year and so it's not tangible yet they just know i've heard from multiple people parents and staff members that it feels different yeah i've heard i've heard the same from the parents that i've talked to as well there's like there's just a a renewed energy and a renewed spirit Mm -hmm. that parents are feeling like this is different it feels different Mm -hmm. yeah and and i think i think you're right uh, with new leadership coming in Mm -hmm. uh, as dr goddard you know going on his third year um, it does take a little while to kind of, you know, figure out where do we want the ship to go and how do we want to get there? And so as everybody's kind of adjusted and, and mm-hmm. gone on, it's kind of like, it seems like, okay, this is the direction and here's what we're about and Correct. let's get, let's get about the business and get it done. Absolutely. So. And I would say even on the part of North, um, any academic position that comes through the door, mm-hmm. um, I have the privilege of doing a final interview. So I've done probably 70 of those this summer. Mm. We have hired well. Yeah. Our principals um, interview a lot of folks before they get to a final decision, whether it's a second grade position or AP computer science. We spend a lot of time um, making sure it's the right fit. When you have the right teacher in the classroom, Mm. so many things take care of itself. And so we are excited about our new hires. Um, They hit the ground running. I know same Mm -hmm. thing at North as well. it's a beautiful start. That's all I can say. Hmm. So our hope is to continue um, communicating, of course, well with teachers. We have some committees that are coming, um, some councils where we will have specific teachers um, sit and give feedback on how we're doing. As a leader, we have to be willing to hear Always. from our people who are That's in right. classrooms, who are doing the work. Are we doing a good job? Yeah, that's kind of like the map test. Correct. Right? You get those little it's adjustments. Feedback. How can we do it better? It's, it's the same feedback. same thing from a teacher perspective or Correct. a leadership better Correct. leadership perspective. It's listening, learning. How can we do things better? Making adjustments and moving. And forward. that's something that that's correct. happening at both campuses, yes. which is. is great. Mm-hmm. So uh, you'll hear the term faculty senate council. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is just that faculty able to speak into. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll hear, uh, and we got already, you know, some dads in prayer. We do. Uh, and so, and there's also going to be a student-led student. Uh, mm-hmm. council yeah. for both Plano and North mm-hmm. where students can kind of speak into mm-hmm. uh, what they're saying and, right. and, and offer some feedback and a platform for, for them to do that. Yeah. So all of those are exciting things that are coming forward. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you guys for uh, making our 100th episode. Uh, so special and memorable with our two new heads of school at the North Campus and the Plano Campus, Dr. Williams, Dr. Cole. Uh, I know that our parents, um, you know, will um, enjoy getting to know you guys both better uh, through this year and the, and the years of head. Um, but uh, I've gotten to work with both of you. Um, I've gotten to report to both of you. Uh, and both of you have been uh, wonderful bosses uh, for the time that I've had you. And uh, I, I would agree with your assessments of each other, um, both, uh, right, a man and a woman who love the Lord, um, who love education, mm. right? You guys, I, I'm not, I, I tell, to tell people this all the time, right? I'm not from the educational world. So I love people who this is their jam. Yeah. And it, I can tell, right? You guys, the educational world is such a great thing for you. You understand its power, mm. its significance. You've been in it for a long time and you know how it works best. And so I'm glad you guys are, are leading the ship here mm. uh, at PCA North and at PCA Plano and uh, just excited to see what's going to happen in the year and the years ahead. So Thank thanks you, for Dan. the time. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you for investing the time to listen to this episode of The Journey. Please take a minute to share with friends and family who will also benefit from this valuable resource. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast app. It is truly our blessing and honor to walk with you on The Journey.